Talk Zone presents Two Guys and a Mic, your mid-morning break sports talk show. It's a passionate yet lighthearted look at the world of sports, featuring the coach, John Cohn, and the big dog, Joel Radwanski. They'll recap the games from yesterday, look ahead to the matchups tonight, and cover a lot more in between. Now, Two Guys and a Mic on TalkZone.com. Taking notes right before the show. Thank you very much. Welcome, everybody. Two guys at a mic show. TalkZone.com. Beautiful Friday. Week coming to an end, but a big weekend here in the fine city of Chicago. The coach and the big dog with you right up until 11 o'clock. One hour today. That's all they give us, but we'll take what we can get. Sports talk and more. 888-463-6748. The phone number. David Olson, producer extraordinaire. Other side of the glass. Let's play a little bit of the TalkZone soon to be. Award-winning music, and then we will kick this soon-to-be-relentlessly semi-superior show off and running. Thank you very much, Mr. Olson. The Olson, other side of the glass. Uh, again, baby number three just passing the two-week mark. David going to be going to the White Sox game this weekend. Outstanding. We'll talk a little baseball for sure. Big article. Uh, actually interesting, David. The Not the sports page, but an editorial in the Chicago Tribune. No longer owned by the Chicago Cubs. But the editorial in the Tribune, uh, you know, and they usually deal with, you know, big world news and major events and critical social issues, but uh, one of the major ones today, I think one of the two big editorials was White Sox Park, Comiskey Park, U.S. Cellular, fairly empty. And now when you say empty, still 20, you know, averaging 23,000 fans. I don't write yeah, that Yeah, but, that, but, but that's still, what, 24th in the in the majors? Yes. And considering their record, yep. that's that's why that's a problem. And I mean, let me, I bought my tickets yesterday Okay, and they're playing the Angels this weekend. What time is the game? And they, you know, the it's, old story. It's, what it's, what, it's what a, time can it, you make? It's a one twenty game. Yep. Sunday afternoon against another. I, I believe the Angels are a first place team, aren't they? Uh, Angels or, battling Texas. I think they're in second place. But yep. they're they're in contention. Oh yeah, absolutely. They're in contention. So two of the better teams in the AL facing off, and you could you could walk up and get tickets. Mm-hmm. There's something wrong with that. Too much competition here in the cities. There's just too many offerings in the middle of the summer. You know, and again, averaging 23,000, you can say it's in 24th place, and you're right, that's not good, but, you know, it's still 23,000. But you're right, and, and it hurts, especially when you've got another team in town that's losing and yep. averaging 37,000. So yep. you're not yep. just a couple thousand, you're 14,000 less per game. But it, part of it is the proximity of the park, too. Yeah, that's part of it, and you know, part of you know, part of the the Cubs is the atmosphere of the neighborhood and everything, and you can kind of make a day of it. Yeah, you know, it, like me personally, I'm dreading driving down there because mm-hmm. it's like, all right, can I drive? And they're going to send me around the block to park, and you know, it's like I I dread that because they don't they don't make it easy, and then there's well, there's nothing there. The good news is you're going on a Saturday, so you're not battling. What I dread is heading so, yeah, down there. Sunday, looking. it's a Sunday. A Sunday, all right. What I dread is heading down like at a 5 or 5.30 at a weeknight. I mean, that can be brutal. So a Sunday, you should be able to zip down, but you do have some issues, one of which is Lollapalooza. 
huge rock fest weekend here in the city of Chicago. They're going to average 100,000 per day. Right, right. But I'll be getting down there early before I because I'm not sure when the festivities well, yeah, start. Actually, you could be day. getting. But I'm going to be coming from a different direction. Uh, a lot of that traffic's going to be coming on I-55, and I'm going to be mm-hmm. coming straight down 90. I expect a little bit, but I don't. I don't expect it to All be right. terrible. This traffic report brought to you by your good friends at Goodyear Tires, proud sponsor. Not really. Of the two guys, he had a mic show. Well, but also in the same section, I mean, they're like, it's it's going to be traffic Armageddon this afternoon. with Because uh, you got Lollapalooza, yep. you've got uh, J-Lo and Enrique Iglesias. What are they doing? There's a concert. Where? Uh, at the United Center. J-Lo and Enrique in, in the afternoon or evening? Evening. All right. Evening. Um, and then... Interesting. I forget what the other one. Maybe, maybe it's the Sox game. J Lo and Enrique Iglesias. That's an interesting combination. Interesting combination. Big weekend here in the fine city of Chicago. And again, that I found that editorial somewhat fascinating, but it's uh, uh, you know somewhat old news too. We want to spend time talking about the Olympic Games. They only are on for two weeks, uh, once every four years if you count the summer games. So that'll be first and foremost today. We'll definitely do some baseball talk in. Yeah little sneak peek at uh, the NFL as football is slowly but nevertheless assuredly creeping into our mentality, into the very epidermis upon which our bodies exist. The hell am I talking about? 888-463-6748, the phone number without further. Joseph Adu, let me welcome in my good partner, the co-partner in crime on this particular show, checking in from the telecommunicative phone lines from parts unknown. It's the big dog, Joel. Radwanski, big dog, how are you? Doing very well, everybody. Uh, I couldn't get my phone to dial. I hate that. Don't you have to say, do undo the battery, do all that crazy yep. crap in order yep. to call the show. I was like, you know, why does that happen when I have to call and pay my like, credit card bill? <laughs> no, it happens when I'm calling the show. <laughs> yeah, I, I have the same problem with my hearing aid, by the way. I have to take the battery out, I shake it, I, I blow into it, I change the little thing. So, you know, between your phone and my hearing aid, the two of us, uh, we, you know, we're blazing new trails in the world of communication, Big Dog. Yeah, yeah. my phone doesn't work when I need to call the show, and your your hearing aid doesn't work <laughs> when your wife finally says, all right, I'll give you five minutes. Uh, <laughs> I told my, uh, my hearing doctor that I, it's a strange melody that i have where you know apparently the tone the particular pitch and tone of my wife's voice for some reason i, I tend not to hear that pitch more than other ones big dog can't understand it i completely understand that coach <laughs> you do huh yes yes yeah. i haven't had to deal with that over the last nine months but i've had that same uh melody before <laughs> yes thank you i haven't very had much. to deal with it with lily the lilac <laughs> but wow it's amazing no how many times that's happened yeah I'll give it a couple years it, it might start to creep in yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming she is a woman, and eventually, you know, who knows? Maybe she's the one woman on the planet that doesn't drive mm-hmm. me crazy. All right, lots to get to today. We've got to talk a little football for sure. I want to save that for the end. Best coming last, Big Dog. The Olympic game. Now, I have not made this comment yet this year, and I was off last week. Now, you know, our general manager, Chris Whitting, and most of our listeners will probably say I'm off on a regular basis, but I was literally off, not here. And so it's in my notes, and I, again, I've been reminded over the last four or five days, Big Dog, you've heard me say this before in previous Olympic game, David Olson, maybe not. But when they go to the stand, and I've called for this change now for a decade, nobody listening, but I've called for it, 
Uh, and they, you know, you got the bronze, the silver, and the gold medal. A lot of times it's 5, 10, 15 minutes after a very emotional, very emotional contest. Where, you know, like in the case of the gymnast yesterday from Russia, the silver gymnast was just, you know, just so emotional as she lost out on the gold medal by, you know, point, 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 whatever, whatever, whatever. And then they play the anthem. I mean, you got the gold medal winner standing higher than the other two, and she's got the gold around. So that, to me, is enough to, you know, proclaim the gold medal purse. But then what bothers me is they play the anthem of the gold medal winner. And I just think it adds to the uncomfortability. Here's the bronze and silver medalists, many of them, you know, great moments in their career, many of them in a very emotional state at that point, and they have to fight through listening to an anthem of another country. There should be an well, Olympic anthem, so Big Dog. Soft? An Olympic. Huh? You're, you're way too soft. Way too soft. I don't soft. think so. I don't think. Yes, wouldn't wouldn't it be cool no, if, if they came are, up? It, sometimes you go, you go way overboard. And when it comes to sports, I can care less. When you talk about real life, then it really bothers me. I'm just going to laugh off what you said, how stupid that is. Big deal. Somebody is uncomfortable because somebody else's yes. national anthem is being played. Yes. Unless it's the Italian national anthem, mm-hmm. I have no problem with it. All right. If it's well, that's... the Italian national anthem, I couldn't agree more. We don't have to listen to 17 minutes of of <laughs> The Italians can't play music. I have no idea what, what what's up with that. If you ever listen to The Godfather and the music in the background of that, it's not bad. Hysterical. It's not bad. Are you kidding me? Frank Sinatra put a nice twist to some of it. Yeah, well, okay. I'll, I'll Talking Italian music, I'm joking about Italian musical ability. Yes. But the, the, the frankness is that the 18-minute or 17-minute-long national anthem, it's, it's unbelievable. Then I am with you. You know, you have, like, mm-hmm. the Polish long, uh, like, cross-country skier sitting down, crossing its legs, having a smoke during the <laughs> national anthem of the Italians. When yes. they finished putting the bronze during the, <laughs> during the Turin Games in yep. 2006. Uh, you got to remember that. That was freaking hysterical. Yep. Like, Any... the Polish dude walking off the stand, like, I'm not waiting for this. Uh-uh. <laughs> well, so, that kind of uh, adds to my point. Well, it... No, but hold on. That was a 17-minute-long song, Coach. Well, yeah, okay. any, any song that has... If somebody's uncomfortable, most national anthems are 100 seconds long on average. You are seriously going to take away yes. the fact that every single person in the country who cares about that sport stands and sings the national anthem mm-hmm. has a great moment because one person feels uncomfortable. Yes. You know what's so funny is you don't care about individual rights. When it comes <laughs> to real-life, real situations, you can give uh... a slap about individual freedoms and rights. Hello? Continually, you you Big just Big you dog. and your liberal ways bash the whole individual. Big dog. Yet you are worried about one person feeling uncomfortable because they finished in second yes. place. Yes, and I'm, when You're you pathetic. say that's so bad, coach. It's, it's so not bad. that. It's your particular opinion. I don't think it's bad at all. When you say worried, I'm putting in a sports sensor. You know what? It's you because you're you're a hypocrite about it. I talk about what what about one individual? Oh, well, it's only one person. Well, if in real life you could care less about the individual, what are why you, do you talking care about, about a, an Olympic sport about some person that has had a pampered life their whole entire life? Okay, and been the, given everything because they were an athlete. Dog. I don't know what they finished in second and have to listen to the Star Spangled Banner. Yes, and all of a sudden I, you feel I bad think that's them. a problem. Whatever and you, you had, end it. Whatever you do had you, for breakfast this morning, of, of being a softy and being like, oh, I feel so right. bad. For Big dog, whatever you had for breakfast this morning, don't 
don't have it again. I will stick by my opinion. Absolutely. I'm not making a dramatic thing about it, but I think it's a change that would be very cool. And I think the country, oh, well, the United States could sit that they, they're horrible. seeing their, their, you know, with the little flag, if they want to give them a little flag, their flag is being raised. Their gold medal winners up there. There should be, hold on a second. There should be an Olympic song. An Olympic, a really cool, by the way. Olympic song that everybody can celebrate. And when that is played, the bronze, the silver, and the gold medalists can all be proud as their flag is raised. It's a brilliant idea, and you're blowing smoke right between the left and right glue. No, it's not. Yeah, no, you it's are. Not. This, David, you Olympics don't like that idea? About all the countries coming together, and then every once in a while, when somebody from Estonia wins a gold medal, and yeah. Estonia gets their national anthem played in front of the world, it's incredible. Now that, it's to, awesome. It's to be phenomenal. honest. But instead you want to take that away because the American athlete who has been living in the Olympic Village for the last 15 years and they have to give the guy a thousand condoms a year just so he, it doesn't fall off. And you're worried that that guy feels uncomfortable because everybody in Estonia is standing at attention singing the national anthem. And by the way, in the case of what was the small country you said? you. Etonia? I said, I said a bunch. I said Uganda was one of them. All right. Well, you know what? In the case of Uganda or Etonia or whatever the country was, you actually make a good point. But 98% of the time, I would be correct. David, you uh, shockingly no, do not, not agree no, with me. No, you're not. No, you're not. What do you mean deal? shockingly don't agree with you? I say David Olson shockingly not. Anytime someone doesn't agree with me, I'm shocked. Yes, no, it's a terrible idea. What? Terrible idea. It, 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 kill, it, it would take away... An Olympic moment. Sorry, what are you, what are you like, talking about? Yeah, great Olympic song. Yeah, every, it is. It, every I mean, Olympic athlete would dream of having that Olympic song played as their flag is raised above them on the gold medal. What are you talking about? How would that take? A, take they're away representing their country. On, they're rep- you. Oh, I'm sorry. Let David pound you. Probably. They're don't. representing <laughs> their country on the world stage in front of the. So world. was the silver medalist, and so was the bronze medalist. But they. Uh, but. What? They're not on the top what of the podium. What are you talking about? The they took, they took a winner. silver and bronze medal in the freaking yeah, Olympics. And, and, and they don't yeah. get to celebrate, too? No, they don't. What are they, you talking no, about? They don't. Come on, David. No, no they don't. No, oh, please. No. no. See, that's where, that's where we differ. It's they don't get, so you want to get, it's like, it's like giving trophies to everybody on the team oh, for participating. That that's what it is. No, that's what it is. You want a freaking silver medal in the Olympics. That is the first thing I thought of. Was getting oh. the participation trophy. Oh, yeah. You don't get a oh, participation yeah. song. Oh, you're going to compare okay. that because every little league gets a little, you know, gets a little pennant or well, a yeah, you, trophy. Well, yeah, of course you have to go to the little kid boys and and, and, and act like we're picking on you. Let me ask you a question, okay, you're big guy. Two against one. All I'm saying to this coach, the only reason why I'm pounding you on this because normally you say a lot of stuff I just blow over. Yeah. The point is politically, you bash the individual. So now you're worried about it. Politically, that's why I'm, wait, wait, wait. No, yes, you do. And I, yes, you do constantly. Politically, you I do bash. First of all, I don't think I, I do. And second of all, any. It's better for all of us. You're, you're always using that. Well, it's better for all of us that watch the Olympics. To actually see the moment no. where the person no, on it's the better. For, it's better for all of us. Anthem to everybody. No, 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 no. It's better for all of us to celebrate the winners. Now, let me ask you a question. Uh, let me ask you a question. Is the gold medal person standing higher than bronze or silver? Of course. Yes. Well, is the gold medal person wearing a gold around their neck? Is the gold medal person wearing a gold medal around their neck and the others not? 
Of that, course, and that's oh, yes. why that so, person gets their song played no. and the others not. No, it should be the Olympic thing, not his theme. The Olympic theme, some great Olympic song so everybody in all the country and all the participants of those three winners can celebrate. Hey, the gold medal person is standing atop. Her flag, his flag is raised the highest. The more I think about it, it's a brilliant idea. And you, I hate to say it, normally I'm... I'm Objective of my disagreements with you and Dave, but I think both of you are in deep left field on this. Okay, one. but the only thing is, like, it goes against <laughs> it's counterintuitive to what your typical beliefs. So that's why I'm not, I, you know. I don't All know right. where you got to connect the dots with me on that one. What? Continually, you bash like, why does that person make so much money? Yes, you bash. Yes, so enough. Yeah, does, do you want to go on and on about this? Because I'll be more than happy to. Well, because I'm, there's I'm, so long but, about it. The I mean, fact that I want the Olympic song played for everybody. Individual freedom should not be passed well, anymore. I'm, I'm staying consistent. The fact that I want, uh, I think the economic structure in the country is way off, is very consistent with my philosophy on the gold, silver, and bronze medal person should all have the same song and all be able to celebrate. I think I'm being very consistent. Well, the the reason why there's, it's such a vast difference in this country is because there's so many people in our in our government and politics making sure it stays that way. When? How did that Absolutely. apply? How did Absolutely. that apply to what we were just talking about? Well, I'm just well, like we, we changed the subject. You wanted to connect we the did? dots. I'll start connecting the dots. Uh, that's what I'm asking. Way. How the hell did that connect the dot? It is up to it's up to the Republicans want discontent amongst all poor people, so that way they don't go out and vote. And Democrats want to keep poor people poor and dumb, oh, so when they please. do vote, they vote for the and Democratic that, Party. Oh, it's funny when I bash for Republicans. That might be one of the top ten most idiots. Oh, oh, no, no. Wait a minute. Oh, you, you, can't, you can't bash the, the Democrats. Uh, I'm not, we're not the talking Democratic about bashing. We're talking about... Congress is doing in our country. We're talking yeah, about making inane statements. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. You just made the statement that Democrats want to keep the poor people poor. Is that what you just said? Yes, yes. Without All right. A well, doubt, that's 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 a ridiculous without statement. Without a doubt, Democrats. The well, there, there's plenty of doubt. One for election. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about Joe Schmo who goes out and works 40 hours a week and votes Democrat because he doesn't know any better. I'm talking about the people who run for office. The last thing they want. Is successful Democrat or people that were once poor successful? Because all of a sudden they're afraid. Like, oh no, maybe they oh, think man. that they can actually do it by themselves now, they and they won't need us anymore. Last week the I Democrats had a psychological needs a constituency that is uneducated and lacking money, wow. or else they can't get people voted. Wow. You can say wow, and I'm yeah. wrong, and all that, but it's funny when I say the exact same harsh things against the Republican Party, you just shut up and agree with me. No. It's the same way. You no. need to open your eyes one no. day. We have a Democratic president, a Democratic Congress, and we are now $15 wow. trillion dollars in debt, and it's doubled since W was you in have, office. You That's have, only been three and a half years. You have so moved from deep guys, left field. you with your Democrats running the country, and they're running it right into the freaking ground. You've gone so from deep left field, big dog, now you're standing. The Democrats you, you, run everything here, and people keep getting poorer and poorer, and the rich keep getting richer and richer. Right. And it's funny how somehow the rich people that are keep getting richer are the ones that are getting these Democrats elected. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to talk to Big Down, down from the ledge, 888-463-6748. You keep up opinions like that, I'll push you off the ledge. No, you need to wake up. If these guys that are in office want your their constituency, that's why they yeah. that's why they bust in school buses on the no. day of the election. They no. hand out uh, bags of uh, 
of lunches. They're like, oh, why don't you vote Democrat today? And they, yeah. I mean, really, yeah. Coach. Too much spare, too much time are, kayaking. And then they, blame, then they blame rich people for why they're poor. Too much time kayaking, too much time spent, uh, you know, rowing, and it's definitely affected the brain symmetry, big dog. Most no, Democrats no, 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 and most... Not, oh, so you're going to insult me? So that's what oh, yeah. instead, of, instead of coming back with logic, what? you come to insult me. I Just believe like the first... David and I were right. You had to go to I, be, I believe the first or second comment you said to my particular opinion about the Olympic Games, I believe you used the word stupid. So, no, no, you know, yeah, the yeah, insults... And then I explained why. I didn't... Oh, just, okay. Well, I didn't, I'll, just, I'll, I didn't well, just say, oh, you lost right. your mind. Well, that now I'll... Ex- it's, a bad, it's a bad thing to do. Beautiful. Okay. Now, I'll explain why your brain cells have definitely been affected by your kayaking. Most Democrats and liberals don't... All they want is for people that are in a disadvantaged situation to have it a little bit better. The fact that and, you want to... You think and, that they want to keep them down the is completely ridiculous. Completely. You don't open your eyes to the situation. Uh, my eyes are How perfectly open. How did somebody open. get elected? Listen, that's, that's what happens. Oh, so it man. Isn't what, been, like I said, it's nah. not how you and your wife Someone. and all your guys, and all, when you all get together and you try to solve the world at a, at a cocktail party, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the actual individual people, yeah. the actual senators, governors, mayors, presidents of this country, when they, in order for them to get elected, they have to get elected somehow. It was funny when I said the, the harsh thing about the Republican Party, you just let it go. Just let it go. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. You're right. And then when I say it, something equally as harsh against the Democrats, which is exactly right, you freak out about it. So you don't think with symmetry or objective. Don't tell me you think objectively, okay, because I'm looking outside the box at both political parties. Yeah. When these guys get elected, they use the fact that people are stupid. Right. And they use how... the fact that people are poor. Yeah. I don't and know if how they ever politi- get money, okay. then all of a sudden, right. you know, oh, what are we going to do now? Breathe. They're actually thinking for themselves and Exhale. actually realize that they don't need government assistance, assistance and aid. Exhale. All right. I, I, you know what? I don't want to get lost in the political syndrome, but I, I do but, stand by my Olympic theme idea. I think it would be, and again, it, last it, night it was... It's nice you finally stood up for individuals, right? Ones that somebody that wants to like do something for themselves. Yeah, for big dog, that you are you so off base. I'm not, I'm not even going to waste... No, off base at all. Yes, you are. I don't I'm understand not gonna... why you care about one person who is upset at a, a podium, but you get upset that maybe one person worked their butt off their whole entire life and created a I, fortune. All of a sudden you're like, oh, that person's wrong. No, who's wrong, Coach? It's the people who made money by getting people elected, whether they be Republican or wow. Democrat, and looting the country, which is exactly what's happening oh, now. Goodness. And we have a Republican, I mean, we have a Democrat Congress, a Democrat uh, president, just like we basically have all months of Democrats running the city of Chicago. Ladies and gentlemen, he's moved from deep left field. He's now about three blocks off the left field bleachers in some parts unknown way, way away even from the yeah, ballpark. Yeah, I have no yeah, idea it, where you're... It, it, because you have you have no concept. No, I have a perfect concept in this particular no, you one. Don't you don't have gone. a perfect you, yeah, concept. Yeah. If you actually think that uh, the Democratic Party really right, wants people to be educated, I'm not talking yes, about I do. you as a Democrat. I'm talking about the people who yep. get people elected. Call they me crazy, but I do. Uh, yep. I know it's a bizarre and, thought, and but I, I do why, think... And that's why this country continues to go into the crap hole. Well, I think, and why we're $15 trillion in debt, because of attitudes like, oh yeah, we're doing it right. The people in charge no, are no, no, you, no, that wasn't the question. You said, do you really think the Democrats want some of the poorer people to get educated? And I, I made a simple point, and I would say the same thing for Republicans and conservatives. I think the easy, easy answer is yes. I don't know what conspiracy theory you've been listening to, but both parties no, want no, that. Not, it, 
I'm not talking conspiracy theory. It's well, actual fact. That they don't want the poor... There's no way that the people who run these campaigns, who get people elected, who make decisions, want an educated, uh, oh, yeah. uh, what do you call it, uh, democratic uh, voting yeah. base. Yeah. No way. They don't want it. They want yeah. them to stay poor, or else they won't be voting Democrats. You know, every once in a while, you maybe got to realize that there's problems with the Democratic Party, Coach. Okay? You just said it. I see it perfectly. You don't. You have no clue. You have no clue. You go out and you talk about, we want, we want fair, we want justice. And then you you go back home and you don't realize that none of that is going on. And the people that are elected that are Democrats are some of the biggest scumbags in the world. Big dog. I don't want to spend the entire show battling politics. I'll be more than happy to. You've, you've heard me before. I've criticized, even though I'm a big Barack Obama fan, I've criticized him and I've criticized the Democratic Party at times. And I've, you've heard me talk about it. They, I've criticized politics and politicians. So, you know, you're, you're trying to paint a picture of me that is absolutely incorrect. Do I have a liberal or Democratic vent? No question about it. By the way, our phone number, 888 If you want to enter the fray, enter at your own risk on uh, today's particularly contentious. So, but I, I've, I've never been a utopian Democrat. I've maybe a little bit of an idealist and I do vent and I do lean towards the liberal and Democratic way, but uh, by no means do I think they're perfect. All, right. All I know is they spend way too much time keeping people stupid and feeding off the fact that rich people are the reason that yeah, they're see, poor. That's keeping people stupid. I, 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 again, I don't want to insult you, but I can't agree with that comment. Okay, okay, I, I, that's, I, I firmly in my heart believe it. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, in my heart, I don't. So um, we'll call that. I do know that this country's fifteen trillion dollars in debt. I don't know what we're going to do about it. Yeah, well, that's a whole different issue. That's a whole different issue. All right, can we talk some Olympic games and then move to some football, please? Just as long as, just as, long as we don't talk about people on the stand. Yeah, all right. Well, I'm, I'll still stand by it. But let's talk about the, uh, some of the people that went to the stand yesterday. I don't know. Did you get a chance to, to watch a little bit, Doug? Um, I'm, I'm afraid not. I worked 12 hours yesterday, and I will be taxed for 39.3% of those of those 12 hours. It's really sucks. Wait, what happened for 33%? Uh, if, uh, if the whole Obama tax plan goes through, oh. I'll be taxed at thirty-nine. <laughs> I didn't hear that part. Yeah, okay. you, you definitely have the political vent going today. I got a feeling everything is going to uh, come uh, up. I'm power. just sick of working my butt off, as I have people right. coming up and begging for change when they have nicer clothes on than I do. Mm-hmm. Here, I'll make Big Dog really mad. You should consider it a not only a duty but a privilege to be able to pay taxes and help those. Less disadvantage and helped our, our government uh, provide yeah, programs yeah, for and, and tax. Thank God I can. I thank God I can help. Them. Being taxed is a privilege. Percent of that money that goes towards people that just have their hand out have been looting this country for years. It's a privilege. <laughs> I don't find it funny. Maybe I, you find it funny that no. uh, somebody else tells you what to do with your life. I don't find it funny, Coach. Well, big dog, you go ahead and laugh it up and hey, hey, we have less rights than we used to. Hey, we pay so much in taxes to a bunch of people that have been looting us and a mm-hmm. bunch of crooks. It is hilarious. Well, but a lot of your it taxes, makes, a lot of your taxes you have gone to, uh, you know, the, the the food that you eat is is 
for the most part, healthy and there's no disease. So, you know, the FDA, last time I checked, that's where some of the taxes like go said, to. Like said, your government security, some of your taxes go to that. Unfortunately, uh, the I've city... I've talked about the FDA, I've talked about the fire department, I've talked about the police department, yeah. I've talked about the military. Yeah, so, and you know, know 98% of the... Is we had we had the FDA before there ever was an IRS. If you want to really start talking history, like you know about the FDA and and the, the fire department, we had the fire department, we had an army, we had all this before we had income tax. Yeah, and who so paid for it? How could we possibly have done that? Who paid the for it? Business been paid for it before. That's exactly like the city of Chicago. If you made a certain amount, they made you pay for the fire department. They made you pay for all yeah. the other stuff around here. Okay? That's called the tax. The, well, and. And yet we didn't have an income tax back then because it was up to the businessmen to order to pay it. So they're like, yes, we'll do it. But instead, they put a gun to every American's head and said, if you work, you're going to give us a certain percentage. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. That's not I mean, ridiculous. I don't want to get the whole it's, income tax thing. That's, it's, we it's, should not have been paying income tax since, since you know, uh, the 95 years ago, whenever it was, the debt that it came out. It was like mm-hmm. sometime in the 1920s, I'm pretty sure, that, that income tax came out. It's called being all in, buddy. You know, you're yeah, a sports guy talking in. about being a team. We're all in. Every Every person... Part of your now, we're all upset that the fact that there is so w- much waste. We're all upset, not just you. We all are when there is corruption and people that are getting money just sitting back doing nothing. But that's the minority. The majority of the cases, the tax, you know, the taxes go to things that help our daily lives and and good services and helping, uh, uh, you know, rightfully, well, rightfully disadvantaged is probably the wrong word, but legitimately disadvantaged people. So the good part of taxes, it's a legitimate system. It needs work, but uh, an income tax, we're all in, we're all in it together. Everybody pitches in and provide, uh, hopefully, some good quality governmental services. Uh, you know, at this point in in American history, the gap, is the, the percentage of people that are middle class is like the lowest it's been yes. since, like I, I believe it's like the 1930s when when uh, FDR was the president of the United States and he was doing everything supposedly that he could for the middle class. Um, so uh, you know, it's coach. The best way I can tell you is back when there was kings and serfs and all that. Like in England, there was technically a larger middle class than there is nowadays in the United States. Mm-hmm. And obviously back then, you know, people would get, you know, stuff in their water and die from it, okay? It's a totally different world. But the point is that we're getting smarter with all this, like, stuff that you're talking about, like the FDA, so we don't we can eat food that we don't eat, all this other stuff, and why is the middle class shrinking during this era as opposed to growing? Yes. Okay, it's well, because... That's... The richest people in this country, the non-producing richest people, the ones that basically make money by getting certain people elected and laws passed, they make sure it stays that way. And you could dream on about whatever way you can say that only happens in the Republican Party, only they would do something like that. It happens in both parties. The richest people in this country control both the Republican and the Democratic Party. And it's too bad it's not the the richest people who produce things and work hard and say, hey, here's my product. No, it's the richest people I have. I agree with that, Big Dog. We we have some common ground here, and you're right. There are some Democrats at that high-end pay scale also, but... No, no, Let no, it, no, whoa, 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 say, hold no, on. No, don't say that. No, 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 no. I'm talking. There's the same amount of money on both parties. Don't don't tell me. The, Barack okay, Obama fine. raised more money than any presidential candidate ever in 2008. No, I'm not sure that's true either. But let yeah, it be noted. 100 percent true. Dave Olson, please look it up. He is, but uh, Romney's going to beat him by a lot, by a lot, a lot, well, a lot. Well, particularly well, because of the reason why you're, but particularly because of the reason why you're talking about, because you've got billionaires that are uh, that are spending hundreds of millions of dollars to get him elected. 
mm-hmm. this time around. Yeah, this but, is, you're totally. That's totally true about this election. That like people are going out of the way to make sure Obama does not get reelected. Yeah, but let that's it really, be noted, really, Big Dog. To me, to let, me, extremely good American. Let it be noted that there's only one party. As best I can recall, there's only one party that's fighting against what you're talking about, and that is the Democratic liberal agenda is trying to change that. They disagree with that. They're fighting that, at least to some extent. The Republican and or conservative agenda uh, doesn't seem to have a problem with that yeah, separation I, of, of, of money tally. I'm going I'm to tell you where I'm a hypocrite. Now, I normally don't believe in it at all. I think it's garbage. You should what? only, I mean, like really the fact that you can put so much into a political campaign and be able to change the vent of the whole campaign. And now it's like, really, let's face it, it seems like you vote for the lesser of two evils, and that's what our, our political system has turned into. Uh, but at this point, I, I really don't care. I just, I'm just like, just praying that Barack Obama is not reelected as president. Uh, I'm like, I'm you, definitely afraid. And, and then, then our option you, is Mitt Romney, which is, I mean, like, yeah. I'm like, are you serious? This is the guy that I'm hoping ends up being the guy that, and I'm mean, like, I don't even know what to do at this point. Bang my head against the wall. All right, I, I hear you in that quandary. Well, I don't hear you, but I understand it. But, uh, but you missed my point. I wasn't talking about it. I'm equally disgusted, and it's the five conservative Supreme Court judges that passed that ridiculous you know, thing. It's funny, it funny that this happened this time, but I, I swear to you, like 20 years ago, it was the Republicans that wanted the limit on the campaign fund. And it switched, like, which mm-hmm. campaign has which particular party wants what. All right. Uh, but but you missed my, my my point was, when you talked about the separation of money and power in society and the lack of the middle class that there is only one group, the Democrats, there's only one, you know, uh, peoples, the liberals, that seem to be fighting against that. It's the liberal agenda. It's the no, Democratic no, it's the, it's agenda. The that fight it the most. Uh, the libertarians and the, and the independents fight that the most because they're the ones that get screwed the most by the way that the Republican yeah, Democrats right, maybe. can just money wash everything and totally well, eliminate any type of third opinion that may, can come in. Maybe they do the most, but you can't deny that's what, that, as liberals and as Democrats, that's one of the things we're fighting for. That's the very now, basis of Barack Obama's ago, campaign. That wasn't an issue with, the, with the, the liberals. They didn't have that as a problem. Okay. What are you talking about? Barack Obama's number. Was in office, they did, that wasn't an issue. Is what I, what I well, it wasn't an issue because the policies were set to to promote. A strong middle class. That's why it wasn't no, no, an issue. No, 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 no. I'm talking about how much money that you could donate to a campaign fund individually. Oh, uh, you keep you keep going back to that. Well, that's what I thought you were talking about. No, okay? well, no. If you're actually talking about values, get off it, Coach. Quit no, trying no, to no, tell no. me Before... that Democratic uh, politicians could care less about the middle class. No, be- all right, they don't. Before they we started sure talking, before the whole world's crashing in, so they can spend more money. Before we started talking about, and David brought up, you know, the political campaigns and the money being given, you had brought up the whole point about how there is no more middle class. The middle, you know, the oh, yeah, working no, no, people, right. the, the hardworking people, the people that are actually doing hands on, you know, nine to five, eight to six, seven to nine o'clock at night work. They're, they're not benefiting. They're being separated now into a lower middle class or even a, a lower class, and there is no strong middle class. And my point was that there's only one party that seems to be promoting trying to change that. Okay, and, yeah, you're exactly right. It's the Democratic Party yes. because they have the president and they have the Congress 
And guess what? The gap is getting bigger because they're freaking idiots. I don't care what their yap says, Coach. I worry about production and what they do. Okay? Thank you very much. It's the biggest gap ever. Basically, we've had a Democratic Congress except for a couple years when Clinton was in office. Okay? <laughs> No, no, no. The, the Republicans controlled Congress for a decade and the White House and Congress for eight years. And, and, the, last, and the Democrats the don't control Congress right now. They don't. They, 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 they did control, for the first two years, right? They did for the first two of years. Obama. But they yeah, haven't for the last happened. two. During those first two years, the United States went from being like, what, I forget, it's, it's more than doubled in, since, in, since Barack Obama's been in office. Mm-hmm. And I do know that the gap that's, is... That's, that's directly attributed. 90% of that is from policies enacted by the previous administration when the Republicans were in control. Look it up. With, because they gave a bunch of money to a bunch of bankers that basically bankrupted the country and destroyed the middle class again. That, that right there, I did not say... But, by the way, I'm not a Bush fan, okay, so you can't attack me with any Bush stuff whatsoever because anybody that would say that he was a Reagan Republican and then hand out whatever many billions of dollars to a bunch of banks that failed is ridiculous. That's, that's moronic. So the people that basically wipe out the greatest value of the middle class, of the middle class, they get the money back. Because what happens, quite honestly... All of my, like, value in my life was, like, wrapped around, like, if I was going to be able to buy a home or not. And hopefully it goes up in value. When everything crashed because the banks handed out loans because they would get $10,000 from the U.S. government every time they signed a subprime loan. And, hmm, that seemed like a good idea, right? Because everybody deserves a house. You know, not everybody that has a dream, just everyone deserves a house. Next thing you know, the bottom falls out. And everybody's value in the middle class were 80 to, I don't know how much, Coach. I wouldn't know what percentage of everybody's value is in their home, but I would bet you it's more than two-thirds, maybe even in the three-quarters. So you talk about 70% of a person's value basically gets kind of like wiped out, and now they're, they end up losing like half of what they used to be worth. There has been like a war on the middle class. Don't tell me that the Democrats are doing any better because the gap continues to increase. Well, but the Democrats are at least trying to address no, they're not it. Trying. What they're trying to do is make it worse, Coach. No, when you go every time you go more socialist, every time you go more dependent on the government, it basically will. You're either going to be the one at the top who has the direct line to the government and the, owns the business. Or you're just going to be somebody that's, oh, well, you know, it's hard times. Definitely hard times now. Don't worry. Maybe you can go get a government handout. All right. So 20 we minutes have more left. people dependent on the government now than we ever have in the history mm. of this country. All right. There's a, there, there's a thing called the Great Recession that just happened. That that That's because everything dropped out. All these people lost their jobs. That's why there are so many people on government assistance. Everything, everything went to hell two years ago. And you seem to forget that fact and think it's just because Democrats are given a handout. I mean, everything collapsed. The entire economy almost collapsed. And the reason why the entire economy almost collapsed was the, the simple facts like, hey, let's hand out subprime loans to people that don't deserve homes. So you things like that. And it, it was, it's government policies that do it. Okay. We need less regulation, a lot less regulation, a lot less 
intervention between our government and our businesses. Less regulation is exactly why these things yep. happen in the first place. Okay, less regulation. Okay. That, that's less okay. regulation. You, you, you're bla- you see, you're sitting there blaming, oh, let's give everybody home. It, 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 and you're, you're, you're blaming it on the people that bought the houses. The thing is, those banks out. didn't need to approve those loans. They did not need to approve those loans. David, David, just straight up, they went like this. Every time a subprime loan was signed by a mortgage company, they received $10,000, and they were immediately backed by the government. So I guess the government had to pay out all these particular institutions because they were the ones that backed the loan, so that's why they gave out you know, the hundreds of billions of dollars. But instead of like bailing out the worth of the homes, it went right back into the pockets of the people who signed the subprime loans in the first place. It's, it's just this vicious cycle. And if you say, you know, it's the regulators, all that, well, think about the whole uh, the, the, uh, the interest rate fixing scam that's been going on. So U.S. regulators were dealing with banks and other foreign banks on figuring out what we should put the interest rate at and basically screwing the middle class again. I mean, it, it's, it's regulators, it's government officials, it's these people that are doing the manipulation. Let, their, let business be business, and a lot more people would have jobs, mm. and a lot less people would be suffering in this country. Yeah, but without regulation, big dog, that's how some of the rich yeah, get cool, richer cool, and the big corporations the get bigger. Hold on. And, you know, that that's how some of the corporations have become bigger and bigger and bigger, and more people making more and more money, and many of the others... Not making money. The rich get richer. That's how some of these giant corporations have evolved. You have to have a little bit of regulation to protect those of us that do not have the voice. Too bad that these people that are regulating work for the U.S. government. And basically, if if your idea of, hey, I want to, here's what I want to do for life. I want to, I want to get a job where I control people and people have to answer to me because that's, that's what regulators do. Those type of people are the scumbags of the earth, and those are the ones that take payments under the table. Like, if you're, think about it, what do you do as a regular? Oh, people have to answer to me, and they have to do what I say, and, and if they do something wrong, I'll get them in trouble. I mean, that's like the type of person it is, Coach. Those type of people are the ones that are the, take money under the table. I'm not even Look sure the there's, there, there's okay, not even a job. Like, oh, we have regulations, so nobody's doing, so yeah. there's no more poor people. Big dog, there, I don't even think too much money. there's not even a job called a regulator. There, there may be regulations. I don't think there's anybody who's actually a regulator. There's, and again, uh, the people that were the people that were running the the actual part of there's regulations against uh, banks and how they do their loans and how much interest they pay to people and what they charge interest rates, all this other stuff. Okay, and it's all tied into how the Fed, the Federal Reserve, actually sets their interest rates. Okay, and I, I know you weren't paying any attention to this because it was a uh, it was a Republican who brought it up, but uh, the Republican congressman from Oklahoma, or Texas or Oklahoma, like discovered that there was a bunch of corruption with the regulators who were uh, who were determining what the price and what the in, uh, what the actual interest rate should be on mortgage loans in the United States. So why why has there been an outcry about it? And he's like he's like this is disgusting. It's our government who is doing this. Yet nobody is saying anything about it. Mm-hmm. Why? Why is this totally quiet? You don't even know anything about it. This went on like two weeks ago, and yet it's like, oh, it never happened. We have government right. officials dealing with banks and getting paid off. Okay, why isn't this an issue, Coach? But these are the type of people you want controlling our country, though. And nah, I don't know yeah, that, that that would be All good. Right. Let me let me let's move on, if we could. 
Oh, yeah, because yeah, that's great. I proved the point. So yeah, I, I don't know if you proved the so point. I'm, I'm and I'm con- sorry for doing the voice to you. I didn't mean to do that. I felt bad. Doing the what to me? I did the voice to you because I was, you know, because you were giving me a hard time. <laughs> I did the Indian voice to you. So, <laughs> all right, very quickly. Wow, very quickly. Here's some. Uh, now we're going to have to move quicker, but I'm going to throw out some Olympic uh, thoughts. Even though you didn't see it, Big Dog, you'll have some some uh, views on this. First of all, uh, I'm sure you've heard that Gabby. Um, I almost said Gabby Sanchez, the new Anaheim Angel. Gabby Edwards. Why am I forgetting her name? Gold medal winner for the U.S. women's team won barely in a dramatic fashion on the floor exercise, but it occurred to me again, and the Russian uh, young lady performed phenomenal, too. She took second place. Are you bothered at all by any sport that still comes down to judges and tenths of a point? It's their opinion. Yeah, that's 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 the hard thing for me with figure skating and, like, gymnastics and diving. Yep. Yeah, it, it, I'm with you. I, I totally understand that. I completely... I completely understand. Yeah. I mean, the, the uh, Russian girl, um, she was behind. Gabby did a, a tremendous routine on the floor. Exercise. Douglas. Gabby Douglas, thank you very much. And then the uh, Russian girl, under pressure, she knew he, she had to do a great routine. She was a couple of points back, and she did a phenomenal floor routine, better than Gabby Douglas's. So now for like, well, it seemed like 30 minutes, for a minute and a half, everybody's looking up at the screen, Big Dog, waiting. Waiting. Are the judges going to give her a high enough score to overcome Gabby Douglas? And that's when that thought occurred to me in my head is, boy, I mean, it's it's fun to watch, but it's still, you and me are used to growing up in a sports where it's decided definitively, and it was all based on 10, 12, 14 judges' scores on a tenth of a point. A little bit hard to accept. Yeah, you know what? I, I remember having this discussion with a, a, a gymnast one time, and she's like, she's like, Joel, uh, have you ever team scored a touchdown and all of a sudden you realize there's a flag on the field and you're like how could that guy have called holding on that call he's like it's in there she's like it's in every sport it's in every single sport and i started thinking about it i'm like yeah you're right but it is a little different coach because yep. it is purely just on like uh like a, a judgment call yep yeah this and, and you know what's crazy is I, re- I remember other Olympics they went back and they technically broke apart. I was, all I the was just going to ask that. Funny you say, I was just going to ask. Did they and, watch and, the replay? I can't give you the specific example, but I, and I remember there was a year there was a controversy and they broke it all down and it was exactly right. They got everybody perfect. Wow! Like one through fifteen was perfect. Uh-huh. Everybody was exactly where they were supposed to be. You know, I keep my list of unsung heroes in sports. I think you got to put, even though we don't like them in time, the Olympic judges. Who in uh-huh. such a short period of time have to watch every little, you know, knee bend, toe pointed, misstep, and they still, like you said, they still it may not be perfect, but they come up with pretty darn good, accurate scores. Very underrated their expertise. Now there was a time where a male American gymnast got screwed out of the silver and got won a bronze. Remember that? And they and they went over the technical parts and they were like, yes, he did get screwed mm-hmm. on the judges, but it ended up being like a thousandth of a point, like difference, and it was just. So so minute that it was almost like a shrug your shoulder movement for me. I was like, I, mm-hmm. I could understand how a judge came. It didn't seem venomous like it used to be in the eighties yep. during uh, the East, the Eastern European, oh, the yeah. Russian bloc, much contentious. And, uh, like America, Canada, Germany. Oh, I mean, well, Western yep. Germany, England, and France all together taking out the rest of the mm-hmm. Russian bloc. That was ugly, coach. Yep, the Cold like the War and the, and the Cold Game is now a comment number two. On the Olympic game, watched it this morning. Uh, amongst the toughest of sports, I think, has got to be the team rowing competition. Our women, 
the United States team won the gold medal. I think it was the Germany team that won the men's gold this morning. But, Big Doe, you watch those rowers? I mean, they. I'm worried, you know, there is something where your heart can burst, right, if you exercise too much? I don't know. I've tried that, Coach, and it hasn't happened. Uh, no, no, I think that's an actual. But, but those would be the athletes I would worry about most, having a heart attack or, you know, it sounds dramatic, a heart burp, but that's literally what happens, an artery burp. But the bottom line is, what I, I guess the point I'm making is the rowers might be one of the most physically demanding sports in the history of mankind. Okay, because how, how long does that last? How long are those rowing events 5,000 meters. Okay, oh, how I, long? I don't know. It's about I, eight minutes. I'm going to have to say, though, that that's, that's pretty intense. And that's, that's no doubt, and you are dying at the end of that eight minutes. Oh, There's no question. They can't. Some of them can't celebrate. I mean, half, half the United States women and half the German, I watched them, and, and, you know, a couple of them are raising their arms, hugging each other, and, something, and then a couple of them in the, in the, in the boat. They're just, it's exhaustion first. And then after they recover, they go to exultation. That's how tired they are. No, I, I just talked, definitely for an eight-minute period, that is maybe the, the most Ooh. excruciating thing in sports. But I, I, I honestly was telling somebody yesterday, I thought the water polo event, you yep. have to be the most conditioned for because yep. you legitimately have to swim. Yep. You have to either, you don't rest at all. There's no rest because you tread water or you swim. You tread water and you swim. And if anybody's treaded water before, yep. It takes, well, those guys that know how to do it right barely use any energy, I'm sure, but they're still using energy while they're doing it. So mm-hmm. I enter this for the short period of time. Like, and, I would, and I'm going to throw this in there as obviously the, the I don't know if the rowing's more, but the wrestling's of that coach. The actual wrestlers, that is ex- like ridiculously excruciating, but there's, those are what? Those are three, three two-minute periods, yep. so there's a break for a minute twice in so there. Where the I've always said that's the, that's the longest two minutes that a person can experience. It doesn't sound like much, a two-minute round, but, boy, you're wrestling and intense. That's the longest two minutes, and you are absolutely right. You're absolutely exhausted after one round. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you rest for a second, and boom, it's pin. It's total entire body muscle uh, exultation for the full couple of minutes. And I, but I, I will have to admit that rowing is pretty incredible, though. And, and I, the reason why I know is I see these these people do it on the Chicago River constantly. And yeah. it's just they are, they are working it. And, like, when they stop and take a break, they're just dripping of sweat mm-hmm. and cracks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, by the way, i got to tell you, is if you're an alternative lifestyle girl, you might want to try rowing. <laughs> I'm almost afraid to ask, but why? I just I, there's, there's a stereotype, and we see them out here, and yeah. they're out here. And I'm telling you, some of them girls, we're going to offer them jobs, okay? That's all i got to say is I, I am on the river, and I need strong people that carry kayaks and can push <laughs> a paddle. Yeah. And quite honestly, uh, just to taunt my, my workers, all my guys, you know, they think are big, tough college football players, when those girls pass by, I'm like, hey, if any of you want a summer job, we will hire you. So my, <laughs> my guys don't like that when I yell at the girls. So. Uh. Uh, all right, comment number three, Olympic game. We wrote off both you and me, Michael Phelps, too soon. He's coming back strong, won a couple of gold medals. He beat Ryan Lochte yesterday in maybe the marquee swimming event of all the 200 medley, where you swim one length of each particular event. Ryan Lochte thought this was going to be the games he would break out and be the cover boy. It's not happening, big dog. He's still winning medals, and it's going to be a phenomenal accomplishment, but he still can't beat uh, Michael Phelps, and Phelps all of a sudden is starting to uh, become the star once again. So Phelps has 20 medals now. Yep. Two more to go. Ch- chance at two more. 
Oh my goodness, that's just amazing, isn't it? I mean, that's it's that, it's just mind boggling, mm-hmm. and, and the fact that he only trained for nine months, and we didn't write him off in a bad way. We wrote him off in a good way. Like, hey, you know, what I mean, wow, I didn't expect goals. I was expecting, I really was expecting Lochte uh, to win. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, so, so I'm, was Lochte. <laughs> so, did, so was Lockie. Did he yes, change it. for nine months? I thought it was. Did he train for two months? I think it was longer than two. Maybe it was like two months before the American trials. Yeah, it might, it might have been. It might have been. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, and that's the thing because like, they, they they showed Lockie. You know, when, when they were ramping up the beginning of the coverage, they showed Lockie and his training his training regimen and stuff he's been doing for four years and how mm-hmm. much he's been killing it. Yep. And then here comes Phelps. Oh yeah, oh, <laughs> oh, Olympics are a couple of months away. I better get back in yep. the pool. You know, it just shows. That just shows. I mean, it's you know, it's it's you know ninety percent hard work, but the other twenty percent is natural skill, mm-hmm. and that that last twenty percent. Is more important than the other eighty percent, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so. But at least Ryan Lochte can seriously. I know mean, he's going to be upset because he said he, you know this is going to be his Olympics and all that. And he, he did win a gold and he might win some golds and relays. But but to be honest, Dave, as long as he can say for four years I did everything I possibly could, then mm-hmm. sometimes you do. What do you, you got to shrug your shoulders at that point and just be like, Michael Phelps is the greatest swimmer of all time. I think he's still good. I reached my full potential, and yeah. I won a bunch of gold medals and yeah. a bunch of different Olympics. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? I, I don't think he should be disappointed in the 2012 London Games. No, 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 exactly, exactly. And you, 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 you collected your hardware there, too, and you're going against arguably the greatest swimmer of all time up to this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he, he is the greatest swimmer of all time. I don't, I don't know if we can really even argue that, Dave. I think the argument now is he the greatest Olympian of all time. I, I think it honestly is that question. I don't know. I, is he better than Carl Lewis? I, that's I, I just Watch totally out. different. A, I feel there's a seven year old in Fort Worth, Texas, supposedly killing in the junior swim meets, big dog. So watch out. the The 22 medal win count could be in jeopardy in uh, the games in 2002. Four. Coach, he's got an extremely narrow set of shoulders. <laughs> His arms are nine feet long. Each his torso is seven feet long. His feet are size twenty-seven. Okay, and his ankles are real, really small. It's incredible. He's got the perfect swimming body, just like Michael Phelps does. United States one hundred and fifty-six, Nigeria seventy-three. What can you say about that, Big Dog? Basketball. Uh, wow, they doubled up the score. They one hundred and fifty-six. Yeah, 80-point differential, largest in the history of the Olympic Games. Wow. I, I hope it wasn't, and this might sound bad, I can care less. You're out, on the, you're out playing, get it done. I just hope it wasn't like a, like a rub-it-in-your-face yeah. win by 80. It was just them going out executing their yeah. offense. That might sound silly. No, it doesn't that. sound. I'm not soft like that, I, you know, yeah. but uh, I, yeah. I hope it was. It wasn't like Oklahoma beating Missouri back in 82 by 83 to nothing. Yeah, Hopefully that's it wasn't not that silly like that. at all. I had the same comment, too. I hope they did it in uh, in good taste. By the way, up on the screen, it's got Carmelo Anthony led with 37 points. That part I knew. What I didn't know, Big Dog, are you ready for this? Did everybody get double digits? No, no, no. Well, close. Carmelo Anthony scored 37 points. You know how many minutes he played? Uh, 12. 14. <laughs> <laughs> 37 points, and he hit 10 three-pointers. 37 points in 14 minutes. Wow. Oh, my goodness. That's, oh, my goodness. That's, that's Omar Ashik When, you, when you're up 60, do you feed, Mello? You're feeling it, man. You're feeling it when you're up 60 at that point. 
<laughs> hey, how about volleyball? We haven't talked much about that. Our U.S. men's team and women's team both cruising, both undefeated. The men beat Brazil yesterday. I don't know if you're a big volleyball guy. I'm enjoying it more and more when I watch it. But the men's volleyball lost game one to Brazil, came back and won two straight. We don't pay enough attention to a great sport, the volleyball. You know, it's so funny that you said it because every time I end up watching Olympic volleyball, I totally get into the game. I can't wait to, yep. you know, to see who ends up winning the game. That's that's definitely one of those one every four year sports that I absolutely love. And I'm not talking about the beach one. I mean like the six person mm-hmm. rotation and all that. And in Brazil, Brazil is a soccer and volleyball country. Oh yeah, so that's like yeah, yep. that's like that. Those other it's yep. those other sports. Yeah, like Cuba, it's baseball and boxing. One suggestion America, for the Brazilian. Uh, one suggestion for the Brazilian men's volleyball team: uh, kill the tank tops and go with the short sleeve shirts. I just I don't need to see that much back here. Thank you very much. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah. no, yeah. no. We need a, a slight, you know. And that was the men's team I was talking about, not the women's. There is something called the Brazilian <laughs> wax people. Okay. <laughs> oh goodness! All right, big dog. We have come to the uh, end of another. Award-winning week of programming here on the Two Guys at a Mike show this weekend, dog. Any uh, exciting events planned for you? I know you'll be out in the Chicago River, which should be a hot but gorgeous Chicago weekend. Uh, going to be a, a phenomenal weekend. Uh, i got tours all weekend, completely booked. Going to make a, a nice cha-ching. Sunday morning, I have uh, a, a filming, uh, America's Most Wanted Deadbeat. Very nice. For Warner Brothers. Is the public started. invited to the filming? filming? What's that? Is the public invited to come see the filming? Uh, absolutely. Where's it at? We're going to be uh, filming a scene in Montrose Harbor. Beautiful, Montrose. I'm trying to remember. That's not not Monroe Harbor. You got no, Dusabo and Monroe Harbor. Montrose is farther south or farther north. Okay. Yeah, that's it. That would be 4400 north. Uh-huh. Cool. All right. Very good. Behave yourself. Be good, and hopefully, uh, back next week better than ever, my friend. Yeah, David. Also, it was good talking to you. You too, my friend. All right. Have a good weekend, dog. Later. All right. Two guys at a mic signing off. Enjoy the weekend, everybody. Back Monday morning at 10, maybe.